Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So we're on this journey together. The title of this message is Groundwork. We're going to look at Luke chapter 1, verse 1 through 25. It can cost us dear when we don't believe the word of the Lord. You say, well, God's never spoken to me. Well, have you opened your Bible? Have you read what it says in the Bible? If you have, then God has spoken to you. And when God tells you something, you're reading through the word or you're sitting in a sermon, you're listening to the word of the Lord and you're hearing these things, the word of the Lord to you, and you say, okay, great. What God wants you to do, wants me to do when we read his word is to put the things I'm reading into practice. Not just to be a hearer of the word only, deceiving myself, but be a doer of the work, right? That's what the Bible calls us to be as Christians, to, to be a doer of the work. And when we are a doer of the work and asking the Lord, what do you want me to do? And then obeying him in that, whether it's repentance, because I'm reading a passage on that, or he just puts on my heart to do a ministry or tell the people or whatever. And when I do that, then I should also expect God to show up in that. And I think that's a big part of it. It's not just doing, oh, I'm supposed to serve, you know. And do. If you're serving and you're doing it with the heart that you're supposed to have, you're going to see God come through on it because he's going to do things through you that you could never do. And you never know how God's going to show up when you're doing the heart of the Lord and the will of the Lord in your life. And if you don't, it costs you. Verse 19, it says, And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you to bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. This angel doesn't seem to be too happy with him. And I can just imagine, he's like, how am I going to know that's going to happen? My wife's old. I could just imagine, he's like, I am Gabriel, you know, <laughs> who stands in the very presence of God Almighty. I didn't get a text message and alert, oh, a page, they, oh, go tell him. No, I was standing in God's presence and the voice, the mouth of God himself spoke to my ears and said, quick, go down to the temple and give this message to this guy. This isn't some passed on from angel to angel to angel, and I don't know if it's really true. I stand in God's presence. I'm Gabriel, and I can just imagine Zacharias. Oh yeah, like Daniel, like the book of Daniel, that Gabriel, oh. Standing in the presence of God. And this is what I have to say to you. A sobering moment for this guy, and he says, so you're going to be mute because you didn't Believe you will be mute until every word I said comes to pass. Again, when we hear the word of the Lord, we believe the word of the Lord and we put it into practice. 
So what's interesting is Zacharias kind of got what he was asking for. Give me a sign. Prove it to me. Okay, shut up. (laughs) You're not going to be able to talk. Until your wife has the baby, you're going to be silent. Now, it says in verse 21 that the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered in the temple so long. He's supposed to offer this quick prayer, pour out the incense, come out. And so they're wondering, what's taking him so long? You know, sometimes we wonder, you know, people, they enter the, the sanctuary, you know, and everybody's supposed to leave. And, you know, I see the wife leave. And then, and then five minutes later, she comes back and she's like, have you seen my husband? Has he come out? You know, this happens all the time. Every week it happens. Have you seen my husband? Has he come out? No, I think he's in there. I look in and guess what? He's in there praying with people. Or he's in there fellowshipping. And you can see him laughing and talking and having a good time. You know, something's happening. The Lord's doing something. And they're waiting for him to come out. One guy told me, boy, where's my wife? And I said, I don't know. I haven't seen her. I lose more wives this way. That's what he said. (laughs) But they're wondering. He's not supposed to be in there that long. He's lingering. What's happening? What's going on? And it says, verse 22, but when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he'd seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned to them and remained speechless. He was supposed to come out. He was supposed to come out and pronounce the priestly blessing. Now you're familiar with this. It's what it says in Numbers chapter 24 through 26. It says, this is what the priest is to bless the children of Israel with. And it says, the Lord bless thee, the Lord keep thee, Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And sometimes they say, you know, something similar to that at the end of service. You know, and I, I think that's what they were expecting. You know, they're out there, they've been praying. As soon as the priest comes out there to stop praying and they're to await for the priest to proclaim the blessing and he comes out and he's just like, okay, I'm no Charlie Chaplin, but that's what he's doing. He's like doing mimics and he's trying to explain to them through mime. I just saw an angel and I was freaked out. And then he told me this and I'm, my wife, you know, or whatever he did, you know, we don't know exactly what he did, but he's mimicking or he's, he's gesturing to them. And it says, verse 23, So it was as soon as the days of his service were completed that he departed to his own house. Now after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. And she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked upon me to take away my reproach among people. Of course, he ends, goes home. His old lady gets pregnant. (laughs) Their words, not mine. Well, I could have said well-stricken lady. His well-stricken woman gets pregnant. And this is interesting. The Lord has taken away my reproach. The word means shame or disgrace. Where did that shame or disgrace come from? It says the people. Isn't that sad? Here's this woman. And there is nothing that is more painful to a woman than to be barren. To have that empty womb. And desiring a child, it's the desire of every woman to have a child. And we went through that for seven years, or actually eight years, me and my wife. And so we know, and and it's, it's a hard thing, and there's a lot of ladies in the church who've gone through that, maybe going through that even now. Just the emptiness. They see all their friends get pregnant and have kids. And, and there's just this, this void inside their heart and they want to see you know, uh, uh, their own child. They want to hold their own child. They want to experience that themselves. And, and here they are. And here's this old woman and she's long given up hope for this. And so to her, she's not like, oh, really? I'm this old now? You're going to give me a baby? She's like, finally, my reproach, my disgrace that everybody is, has, has looked down on me, uh, you know, thinking of me cursed of God. 
You know, that's a sad thing when somebody has some sort of burden or infirmity. The, the people, the, those people always show up. Always show up. Well, must be because they're sin in their life. You know, must, must be because they did something wrong. Well, we know what's going on there, you know. How sad. In Elizabeth's case, nothing could be further from the truth. You know, and then in our own hearts, sometimes we're like, well, I think God's punishing me. That's rarely the case. Usually what God is doing is he's refining you. And you think about this, what greater blessing, only one greater blessing could there be than to have this child, and that would be the child that Mary's going to have. And yet God would wait all these years to give her a child because he wanted the child that she had to be this, actually the last prophet of the Old Testament. That's what John is. Now it would be confusing because she's a Jewish woman and her son would be a Baptist and that would be, you know, different. It's a joke. He's a baptizer, not a Baptist in that sense anyway. But to suffer from barrenness and have this heavy weight lifted. Now this boy, he's, he's going to be the one who would lay the groundwork. He's going to be the one who would be the foundation for the Messiah to come. And what an honor and a privilege. It's beautiful. Now, when we think about this, I think that oftentimes, you know, I, I think like Zacharias, we come and we serve the Lord. But as we come and we serve the Lord, we don't really expect much. As we come and worship before the Lord, we come and we, we hope that, you know, it's entertaining or the, the music is good or something like that. But how different would it be if we came before the Lord on a Sunday morning to serve Him, to worship Him, and there was an expectation in our hearts that God is going to be there? That God is going to show up. That God is going to use me. That God is going to speak to me. I believe it's kind of a shame that we would stand before the Lord and not expect something miraculous to happen. And yet I think that's usually the way that we come, unfortunately. That's just, I think, just human nature. But as we go through the Gospel of Luke this year, let's change that within our hearts. Let's come with expectation and say, God, as I come to the house of the Lord, would you meet me there? Would you use me there? Would you show me great things there? Would you speak to me about this problem or that problem? Or will you do something that only you could do? And so as we go through this year, as we go through the Gospel of Luke this year, and that we would have a clear vision of who Jesus is, and that we would not only have a clear vision of him, but that we would meet him in an intimate way. Amen? Let's pray. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.